0: One
1: Ladies and gentlemen, I'm full of optimism. Einstein's
0: theory of relativity. We're still seeing it quite well through that haze. The E continent. equals MC. 13. That Great. all men are the created no, equal.
1: About the future
0: innovations. <laughs> and growing strength in the air. There's ah. happening coming station. <laughs> This is Finding Your Frequency with your hosts, Jeff Spinard and Ryan Treasure. It's time to speak up, share your voice, and hear from the thought leaders. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another fantastic episode of Finding Your Frequency. I'm your host, Ryan Treasure, and we got a great show for you guys today. Uh, I want to give a big shout out to uh, everybody who's been listening to the show, uh, especially our sponsor. Uh, You guys go check them out. Uh, They get the best hand sanitizer on the planet boom spot com go check it out I like the lavender it's fantastic uh, you know go that go there they got bottles for like 899 don't buy that stuff in the store that makes your hands all dry since we're all using all this stuff all the time but big shout out to those guys thanks spot treat uh, and uh, yes I use their facial scrub on my bald head and it is fantastic smelling, (laughs) but yeah, anyways, uh, go check out that website. Uh, you guys, we got a good show today. Uh, we've been recently kind of talking about some health and wellness topics, uh, kind of around the importance of self care, uh, the importance of taking care of yourself, because if you can't take care of yourself, how are you going to be there for your family, your kids, uh, your company, all those types of things. So make sure to keep that top of mind. We're kind of shift gears a little bit today as we jump into, you know, discussing, uh, you know, some branding, some marketing, Um, You know, who's who's paying attention to who right now? What's going on uh, in in the spaces of, uh, you know, large brands staying visible, uh, small brands trying to uh, maybe, you know, jump jump the checkers uh, and, and double down while some of this stuff is going on. People are stuck at home and. You know that 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 changes the environment in the industry, uh, in in all industries, right? Because everybody's working from home, you have so much less interactivity. And how do you stay relevant? How do you how do you do all that? So we're going to talk to Ryan Berman, who's the founder of uh, Courageous, a change consultancy that develops courage brands and trains companies how to operationalize courage through Courage Bootcamp. So, Ryan, thank you for joining us, man.
1: This is going to get tricky with two Ryans, isn't it?
0: Just two, two Ryan's make it right, right? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'll take it. Yeah.
0: yeah. How's it going? Good, good, man. Thanks for taking time out of your day. I know, uh, you know, you're, you're you're usually a really busy guy out traveling. You're keynote speaker. Uh, you know, you got the company that you founded as well as, uh, you know, the books and stuff that you guys have been working on. So, you know, you got uh, quite a bit of stuff going on.
1: Just another day, man. You know, and and some of it's like when you love what you do, you don't even you don't even realize it. You just you're just in it, and it's curiosity kind of keeps you rolling. And, and And you're trying to design a life that you can like enjoy at home and at work, and and that's really what I'm all about. Is and by the way, this wasn't always the case. Like someone once said to me, <laughs> "It takes you 40 years to figure out who you are, and the next 40 to be that person." And that line actually is running pretty true to myself, where. Once I finally figured out, like, oh wow, like the companies that are winning, are the ones that are are being courageous and are taking action, and and the ones that are afraid to
0: do it are, are losing relevance. Yeah, no, that's a hundred percent. I think it's even even more true now with, you know, the whole COVID pandemic and all that kind of stuff too. It's like, I, I see, I see you know, the difference in online marketing, you know, when you're on your Facebook feed or you're on YouTube and you see the, you know, the videos that are playing, you know, now you have this crazy slew of political videos on top of companies that I've never even heard of that are, you know, doubling down. And then companies that I have heard of that are large brands taking huge hits to their revenue and not, you know, staying front and center. So it's definitely been, you know, kind of backwards, I think in that, in that sense, from, from what I've been noticing.
1: Yeah, I think it's just it's a different time I and mean, the pivots are happening and they've been happening before COVID and, and really it's about courageous reinvention, you know, look at the look at your sponsor, right? I mean, do you want to go out to a store and risk the, the possibility of, of COVID and the fear that comes with it, or could you just have something lazily delivered to you? Mm-hmm. Hey, you know what? We're kind of lazy creatures in some arenas. Yeah, so. and,
0: and supporting small business too, right? Uh, that's that's one of the things that, you know, I'm so big on too. You have, you know, 80% of employment in the United States is because of small business, and the people who have taken the biggest hit with all this stuff is small business. And so you have all these folks that are, you know, have a lot their jobs and those kind of things. And that's exactly what happened in this case with uh, Spot Treat Official, right? Uh, My buddy was like, dude, uh, he's like a musician and a comedian and uh, lives in L.A. and's done stuff at Laugh Factory and all that. And like he's no gigs, you know, everything's all shut down. So he's like, well, what do I do? And he's like, well, I know a guy who makes, uh, you know, this crazy hand sanitizer stuff at a company and they, you know, sparked a deal started that and kicked off the online e-commerce and some other product lines. And, uh, you know, the cool thing about it, too, is it's all made in America, right? It's a California-based company. So many times, too, you have uh, a lot of these products that were, you know, manufactured outside of the country, and they, they get flooded into the United States. And, like, I go to, you know, I live in Arizona, so, like, our Kroger store is called Fries, right? I go to Fry's, and forever there was no masks or no hand sanitizer. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, there's just, you know, uh, end caps of, you know, Chinese cloth masks and hand sanitizer and i'm thinking to myself like why you know with all this going on why not you know pay more attention like put your dollars to purpose you know and 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 support local
1: yeah that's the thing if i'm a small business right now and you there is a little bit of what now and you can see how maslow would take over right (laughs) so how do you figure out like what you should be doing next and and staying focused on the right things versus the wrong things and and I think just because you're a small business, there's it's not a small feat to like figure out what business you're
0: really in and stay focused on bringing that to the market. Are you having trouble finding hand sanitizer? Well, Spa Treat has you covered. There's no need to go searching high and low. Just visit SpaTreatOfficial.com and place your order on their easy-to-use website. On schedule delivery. One of the great things about this product, Spa Treat Fulfillment Team is working around the clock to provide people hand sanitizer during this time of need and get your order to you as quickly as possible, even faster than Amazon. Spa Treat also has the lowest price of any of its competitors. Spa Treat has 62% alcohol content and the FDA recommends between 60 to 80 for maximum protection. This one has 62 because it doesn't dry your hands out. I use this stuff every single day. It is fantastic. It's got certified organic extracts with the ingredients in that hand sanitizer that are of the highest quality and they're designed to leave your hands smelling and feeling fresh while protecting you at the same time. The best part, there's no tricky residue left over. None. None of that sticky stuff. Four scents available unscented tea tree, lavender, and lemon. And best of all, this product right here is made in the good old United States of America. A lot of companies are having trouble dealing with the current demands, so Spa Treat has dedicated themselves to providing a much needed product in the time of crisis. Spa Treat has better prices, faster shipping, and a larger supply than any of their competition. There isn't even a close second visit SpaTreatOfficial.com and enter promo code spa spa at checkout to receive five percent off your entire order that's right not only are they offering the lowest price available but they're also offering our listeners a discount this promo code is exclusive to voice America and only our listeners get this discount Treat and voice America came together on this sponsorship in order to provide Americans something they could really need right now peace of mind visit spatreatofficial.com and order yours today that's treat and make sure you use the promo code spa at checkout to receive five percent off your entire order dot officialcom get your awesome hand sanitizer you know voice America we we jumped online in 1999 we were one of the pioneers in the space of you know digital audio online and radio stations and that kind of stuff and you know survived the dot-com bomb and had to had to retool right uh, when all that stuff was happening in the early 2000s and We we had to really sit down and think about you know yeah we do radio and yes we're a technology company and we build cool things and we have nice websites but you know none of that matters that's not our business you know we're in the business of people right that's what we do Mm -hmm. you know and once I think once you know a company sits down and you know has a conversation and sometimes it takes you know having a conversation with somebody like you that's like not so ingrained in the everyday operational components of a business like you need an outsider sometimes to come in and you know redirect your focus in some spaces so you can you know identify what what is your true reality what is your true brand and what is your mission what are you trying to accomplish
1: i think when your company is called courageous it <laughs> gives you a little bit of permission to have hard conversations and to your point it's a little bit like running a business small or large when you do what you do for 80 hours a week yeah it's like a, it's like a smoker who can't smell the smoke on them, like everybody else can smell it but you're so in it you don't smell it on your clothes yeah and i think that's why outside perspective is important you know even like you said you know voice America I mean to me it's it's, to me it's not just about people right it's about connection it's like like are you landing and the hope is you bring on somebody like me and you and I connect in this you know the hour that we spend together and then someone in their car somewhere or you know running somewhere is listening to this and they're going you know what I want my business to be better i i i'm curious about like how do i stay relevant in this this crazy new world that we're moving into and and you you hope that you can provide like you know like let's be realistic like one or two like snackable snippets that just land yeah and and it and it, and it forces some sort of action off of what we know about your business and um okay, we're kind of back to the the root of this like i I don't see myself by the way as a marketer. I I see myself as a creative business professional and it's I wish more business leaders really understood what creativity can do for their bottom line because to me without without any sort of emotion, which is where creativity really fuels that feeling, there isn't behavior change. So if you ever like if the if you take one thing away from today like, you know, in your gut, like when you feel something or when you don't, like, you know, when you're fooling yourself or when you're not. And so if you're a business and you're like, like trying to land and connect back with somebody else, how are you making them feel like, oh, this is interesting. I want to learn more.
0: And then where do you, where do you drive them? Yeah, no, Don. I think too many, too many times people just get caught up, you know, in the, the idea that you know, especially you know, I always use Voice America as an example, right? Because this is, this is where I'm at. This is my space. But you know, like once you identify, oh wow, the same old stuff is not working, right? You know, and start to have those conversations, and and they're tough conversations to have because, you know businesses human beings we get in a space sometimes where it's like we're you know we're comfortable with what we're doing but we know we can do something 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 could be better we could be generating more revenue we could be driving more business but we're not exactly sure what that is but we know it could be better and then that's that's where the fear steps in right it's like well what if we just continue the course i mean we're we're okay but you know, we're not great right and and i think that's where those hard conversations need to start because you know if you're not waking up in the morning going all right well i had a great day yesterday but i need to have a better day today and how do i get there you know you're you're not asking yourself those questions and i know from my personal experience with you know martial arts and and doing karate and stuff like that you know when I when I don't practice and I tell myself I'm supposed to practice or or whatever you know it's it's one of those things where I'm, I'm it helps me to hold myself accountable right and I think that that's that's, a, that's an important point is it's uh, helping people be accountable and sometimes they need a nudge and they need some they need some courage right exactly the right word and I actually mean nudge and and
1: um, look if you're spending the time and you're devoted to listening to this show it already says so much about you right like you're you are trying to take away a few different little nuggets and uh, for the poker fans in the room you know it's the old if you can't spot the sucker you are the sucker right like so have you actually spotted in your own business where where you may need to to take on change and change something and then how often you know, have you had the, the perfect right roadmap, but the wrong mindset? And I think that's the other part of this is you may have the perfect plan of where the business opportunity is, but if you don't have the, the right mindset, correct, it's going to be hard to be successful. And, you know, this is the time of year, by the way, it's in COVID times. Maybe you didn't know or coming out of summer. You wouldn't know. I've, I've been inside for the last 300 days, so I don't know what day. Of the week <laughs> is, but you know, you think of big companies, this this is the time they're they're planning their they're sort of doing their goal setting for twenty twenty one. And what happens with when you come up with your goal set is then you apply, you look for the skill set to to achieve those goals and you bring in people to, to, to do those those tasks. But like the goal set and 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 the skill set are nothing if the mindset isn't really ready, the metal isn't there. To go on that particular journey and no doubt we're all feeling the pain of COVID and the pandemic and it's like trying to do business with a, sometimes like one arm tied behind your back. And by the way, all of us, that's all of us, not just you, it's all of us. So, you know, the good news is I guess if anything, it's like we're it's a level playing field except for some I have more resources than others. Yep. And it's, instead of spending any time on the poor me part, Starts getting focused on like, well, what is it that you value most, right? And then how do you apply that? How do you operationalize that into your business? Doesn't matter if you're small, medium, or big. And get the mindset part right first,
0: because you don't get to pass go to the other stuff. Yeah. And then, how are you going to achieve that roadmap moving forward? No, that's a hundred percent. And and you know, when you you know, I were talking just before we started the interview, and we were talking how you know previous to this you're living on an airplane you're traveling all over and 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 that and and I do a bunch of events too and what I've noticed this year is even though we're not doing the events I have some you know the time that I would be going to the airport in the morning right or you know those 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 snippets of time in a day where you're you know going from point A to point B and not you know like I'm here in our studio here in Phoenix, uh, in, in my, in my office and, um, I'm commuting every day. And I do that because like, I know my mentality. Like if I, if I'm at home all day long, um, Like, I'm not going to be as effective. I got kid doing schoolwork. My wife's working from home. And if I'm there, then I'm going to get caught up in that stuff. And so, like, I knew to keep my mindset right, like, that's what I needed to do. I needed to go to the studio and be here, Um, even though nobody else is here other than our audio engineers who run live shows. But uh, it was like, secondly, too, from a leadership perspective, how can I expect those guys to run radio shows and come here every day and me not be here? Right. And so it was like you, you got to, you know, show the leadership. But um, the point I'm making is that extra time of not going to the airport was the time we started using as a company and as a team, as a management team to go what are we going to do for 2021? How are we going to set something different so that way we can generate revenue in a different, more uh, stable capacity with knowing that all our producers are all working from home or, you know, those types of things. And that's what we've been doing is, is laying that roadmap. And we we started doing that in February when we started noticing all this stuff was getting wonky. You know, um, we started going, all right, hey, let's redesign our website. Let's add a couple of new features that we think our customers would like. Started polling them, you know, seeing, seeing what they would like and using that time that I would have been using traveling to, you know, use that as a way to shift and focus your energy and get into a mindset and uh, yeah, that mindset's tough to get into sometimes too because when you're doing planning, you know, and you're like, oh, I got to make a spreadsheet for the web development team and we're going to put a sprint together and we're going to have this done in five months and, you know, those are tedious you know, things where they're that's not the funnest thing to do in a given day right? And uh, that mindset is, is extremely important because knowing the end goal um, and knowing that by putting in this work now that your end result will be fantastic is uh it's a good feeling
1: yeah and there's so much in there I mean first of all look it' it's start now y- even if you didn't like apply time in the past start now like just start working on getting your website tight getting you know what are the things you can control mm-hmm and, and, and throw yourself into that. And, I, and I, I find myself saying like like be an apathy buster. Like, like figure out a way to take, you know, that apathy, be an anti-apathy company. And that apathy is what's, I think, killing a lot of different good companies or good, good leaders. So I love the fact that you even said you recognize in yourself like you're just better, Ryan, when you're in the office. Like yeah, you, gotta be here. you're more, more effective and you're creating a habit for yourself. And, and if you're gonna lead, why, why not lead by example? Right. So it ma- makes complete sense. And there's a, there's a big lesson in that. And I think it also makes it easy for your team to believe in you. If you're showing up, then guess what? They're like, okay, mine's yeah. going in, we're going. In. I'm,
0: I'm reading all these articles about like increased mental health, um, you know, uh, other things like domestic violence and, and all these things that have, you know, gone up by 30, 40% with mm-hmm. all this stuff that's going on. And you know you you end up in that space and you have a you have co-workers and employees and such that get you know down in a rut and then they're not you know they're not happy people they're not and you know and and that causes a problem with the, the ability to operate your business and you know, morale is something that's, I think is important. Right. And if leadership's not paying attention to that on top of the planning goals that they're setting, um, then they're, they're really missing the boat. And I think me being here has, has, has helped that morale because, you know, it's like, Hey, you guys want some lunch today. Yeah. Let's buy some sandwiches and have Grubhub deliver them to us or whatever, you know, um, which I wouldn't be able to do if I was at home. Cause I would be disengaged from the day to day with those guys. Mm-hmm. And I think that, yeah. you know, that helps a lot with the morale.
1: I mean let's you know what is morale but belief anyway it's a you know to me this is how do you actually get to a company and it doesn't matter if you're four people or 40 people or 4,000 people people even believe or they don't believe I always say you make believers or fake believers <laughs> and uh, fake believers they don't wear a t-shirt around the office that says fake believer they just sort of nod and smile and you know <laughs> and roll their eyes when you turn around and, and I think that's that's part of all this too is you know people do they really buy into the the path that you're you're, you're setting up for them and you know, when i think about what we do at courageous it's really pinpointing what makes a company special and then how do you operationalize that special and you know in our language when you're called courageous like i said like we have a like a, a bit of a special forces team that does that so we're listening and then custom building back our our little business unit to go in you know these the versatile teams custom teams to help you figure mm-hmm. out which direction you should be going in like you said like hey you're, you're pointing in this direction let's bring it back 10 degrees
0: yeah and go 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 this way tactical problem solvers
1: <laughs> it, it really is it's, yeah. it's 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 agility it's uh, it's it's also the like you know so my book which we i know we haven't had a chance to really jump into but you know, it was a three-year listening tour. It's called Return on Courage. And I do believe that any business being a brand can return on a Courage platform. We just have to learn how to do it. And, you know, I think Churchill said, fear is a reaction, courage is a decision. And that means we're making the choice to make change. Mm-hmm. You know, what, one of the things I learned along the way was like, okay, if your mind isn't right, you're, if, if you don't know what you stand for, you never know when to take a stand. And does your team really know Right? Is everybody aligned? Is it clear on the direction that the company should be moving in? I already I love Ryan. You said, like, okay, what can you do? Like, what could you do over the last 100 days? But start thinking about ways to make the brand better, mm-hmm. make, make the product better, because we are going to come out of this. I have no doubt we will. We'll get through this, people. Right. Mm-hmm. But, like, are we ready? Are you ready? Like, can't have you done everything in your power to. Put your business in a position where your people believe in you still, the customers will eventually believe in you, and have you made that transformational change? Like, I think that's the intent of this period of time right now.
0: Hey, everybody. I wanted to tell you about this great shaving product that I've been using lately. Not only is it awesome, it will save you money. Enough to buy 26 cups of coffee in New York City or three deep dish pizza dinners in Chicago. Harry's is an awesome product. It delivers high-quality razor blades as low as $2 each, a fraction of the price of leading brands, and saving you hundreds of dollars at the same time. I really like the way that Harry's works. It has a very close shave, it's got a great design for the handle, and also the scent of the shave gel is fantastic, and it leaves your skin nice and smooth. You can get a trial set delivered to your doorstep by going to harrys.com forward slash frequency quality, durable blades at a fair price just two bucks a blade. They've cut out middlemen, manufacturing blades in their German blade factory that's been honing precision blades for a century. I'm telling you I use this product and it is absolutely amazing. Harry's has all your grooming needs covered in just one stop you can get blades, hair care, shower products all on harrys.com and just like their blades, Harry is committed to providing premium products without breaking the bank. Again, visit harrys.com forward slash frequency I want to make sure that everybody gets the chance to to go check it out you can feel better too about the purchase because one percent of their proceeds are set aside for nonprofit organizations developed to helping provide access to better mental health care for men and And veterans. How could you not get behind the veterans? So important nowadays. Listeners of the show can redeem their Harry's trial set at harrys.com forward slash frequency. You'll get a weighted ergonomic handle for a firm grip, five blade razor with a lubricating strip and a trimmer blade. I use it every day. Rich lathering shave gel with aloe to keep your skin hydrated and I'm telling you when you get done shaving your face will feel so smooth it's amazing. You even get a travel blade cover to keep your razors dry and easy to grab on the go. So make sure you go to harrys.com Dot com forward slash frequency to start shaving and saving today you know my mom and my family um, are you know they're they're into their faith a lot right and so you know I talked to my mom and and you know something that's been actually really cool too with all this going on is like you know I've reconnected with my family members that I didn't talk to because I'm traveling all the time and you know finding out new new cool things and and that but you know my mom always says everything happens for a reason right and you know I kind of I kind of believe that you know you 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 have to identify that though that these things that are happening as much as they're you know, not something fun that you want to go through. Um, you know, it's like, I'm not necessarily a, a big believer in, you know, um, Well, I, I believe in a higher power. I don't go to church, right? Let me just kind of mm. throw that out there. But at the same time, you know, I, I have faith that things do happen for a reason. And once you identify, um, you don't even need to know the reason it just happened. So let's, let's take action, right? Let's, let's use the time that we have to, You know make that difference and start you know doing doing something to to be prepared for too because I think I feel like too from a business perspective you think about um, you know disaster recovery right that's a lot of companies are going through you know those types of protocols right now and it's kind of like hey we've never really dealt with a pandemic as business leaders but um, you know we've also got to make sure that we have a plan for in the event that this happens again, right? Because mm-hmm. the first time it's like, Oh crap, you know, we came out of left field. Oh, what are we going to do? We're very reactive to the situation, you know, but now that we know that this is something that could happen again, like we need a playbook for that. We need we need a proactive playbook for that.
1: Yeah. It's as if you're like spoon feeding me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, the, the the book, the actual title is, Return on Courage, a, a business playbook for courageous change. And um, I, and again, I, I am not that smart. Like there's no way I could see a pandemic coming. You know, I'm a television, <laughs> radio major. I see myself as a compensated observationalist. And like I said, for three years, I got to go around the country and sit with what I call the three Bs, the brave, the bullish, and the brainiac. And on the brave side, I got to sit and interview astronauts and Navy SEALs and tornado chasers and was just fascinated by like, how do they do what they do? Like knowing you're going to see live rounds eventually. Like, why do you do it? How do you do it? Um, The bullish sitting with the president of Domino's Pizza, the founder of Method Soap, leaders at Harvard, people at Apple, Amazon, Google. I I was fascinated by how the biggest companies in the world are also the most agile, and you would think it was the little company yeah. that would be more nimble. No, and, and I that like they- that you
0: said. I like that you said Domino's too, because you know, growing up as a kid, that brand's been around for a long time, and um, I used to be like, Domino's pizza's terrible. You know, and and they were, and they they figured that out. They're like, all right, and they they pivoted, they moved, they added products, and you know, it was really cool from a business perspective to kind of see, you know, their ability to do that on such a large scale, and then and then boom, here comes these cool little delivery cars.
1: Well, again, <laughs> you know, the reason I love Domino's as a case study is, is, you know, they are a Midwest company. They're they're not a Silicon Valley. Right. You know, tech company, they say that they, they actually say they are a, a, a tech company, like they really believe that in their research that that happens to sell pizza. But, but I like that they're a Midwest company with 30,000 employees. And, and you know, to your point, they they had the courage to basically reinvent their their product. And then I think when you get your product right, you can be more courageous with your storytelling and your marketing, which is what they clearly did. Um, so to sit with uh, Russell and hear that story, how they took the stock price from $3 to $300, and it's cheese, sauce, and dough. Like if they can do it, right? They're, they're, there's the playbook for everybody. We, we talk about them in the first chapter of the book on how they did it, and, um, and how you can do it too. The third B was the Brainiac, and this is where I know I, I needed the most work myself. So I got to sit with Cambridge PhDs, um, co-writer of The Secret, clinical psychologists who are, who are um, helping cancer patients navigate, you know, all the things you can imagine. And um, when you really crack us open and look at what's calling the shots, you, you start to understand why 95% of us are driven by fear, re- freeze or flight versus courage, which is what I would call fight. Um, if you really think about what's calling the shots, And you know this, but look, this does not come up in layman conversation, you know, is the thing that's calling all the shots inside you is this thing called your central nervous system. (laughs) I mean, let's like break this down for one second. Central, at the core of you, system, you're an operating system, you're a computer, and right there in the middle, nervous. (laughs) Nervous. Don't think that. (laughs) Don't, Don't try that, don't move there, don't suggest that. This little lieutenant that's in your brain Right is doing exactly what it's supposed to do. It's just sort of sending up little radar moments of things that make you nervous. And it's just trying to do its job. What we never did was build a central courage system to combat the realities of our central nervous system. So, to me, this is this is the training. This is this is why people hire us at Courageous, is to help you build these central courage systems with your team, to get your metal right, to know which knowledge you should be following. Like, how do you actually build morale and build faith internally? And then, where should we be taking this constant action? Where should we be experimenting in our business? And that the the constant pivots that need to happen. And if you knew that ninety five percent of people were sort of following their central nervous system, which means they're stuck in preservation mode, they're stuck in fear. And you were part of the 5% that had a central courage system that were playing for, playing forward, hitting the gas. Which would you rather be? I mean, to me, it seems like a clear competitive advantage for companies that are moving forward.
0: Yeah, no, and it's funny that you, you, you talk about that nervousness or that fear. Um, my team here in, at, at Voice America, it's funny. I, when, it, when one of my teammates says to me, I don't know how to do this or I'm, I'm not sure what to do, right? My response literally is, Don't let anything but fear stop you. Right. Mm-hmm. And they go, What do you, what? And I said, Well, if you don't know how to do something, you need to ask questions about it. Right. Go do some research on it to see it. And then, and then let's talk about it. Right. Um, instead of saying, Hey, I can't do this. Right, it's like well, wait a minute. You probably can. What effort have you put into trying it? Don't let the fear stop you from trying. You know, and and you know, I think people learn so many different things by being able to get over that and say, you know, I. Dude, I I don't know how to edit video, but you know what? I bet you there's 20 million videos on YouTube that can at least get me pointed in the right direction. Um, you know, because if you're if you're trying to watch every dollar at a company right now, especially right now, like you're going to you're you're going to have to wear a few different hats and, and and I think you you can't let fear stop you from, you know, putting on those other hats, you know. I'm not a, I'm not a marketing guy. I'm a I'm an operations Technical, you know, lead to web development team kind of person, but I just was in a marketing meeting earlier today because you know we we were we're kind of switching things around, right? And so and and it was kind of cool, right? I was like, wow, they want my opinion on marketing. Sweet.
1: <laughs> yeah, but that that cross pollination is usually where the good stuff mm-hmm. comes anyway. And, and just to put a pin in the conversation before, I mean, look, there's. There's only two ways this goes, right? You're even in a culture where fear breeds fear, and you can feel that from the leader, or courage breeds courage, and that experimentation is okay. And you know, I always tell my uh, my seven year old son when he says "can't," I'm like, "Can't's a bad word. That's a bad word in this family. Like, <laughs> let's experiment. Let's 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 see if we can. Let's try and and you've got permission. You've got psychological safety spaces here to try <laughs> things. And I think that's as a leader. As a, over communicating right that that right now is really really critical
0: yeah no i i, I agree you know I, I, that's mm-hmm. something i have a big problem with too with the six-year-old in my house when she says i can't i'm like you what like what that's my that's my response what like i didn't hear her. <laughs> you what <laughs> and she goes she goes that's our, dad, go can you, to- dad can you help me learn how to and i'm like there you go now you're thinking
1: Right, that's called training. I mean, go remember our. That is a great example right there. That our standard operating procedure is nervousness, right yeah. there. Like, and like our job is to is to reboot them. It's to like re- short circuit them, right? <laughs> like getting them thinking about like other solutions. Explore those solutions. Uh, to me, whether it's for your business or your life, it, how are we challenging norms? You know, I mean, how are we? open to deliberating hard conversations you know how are we pivoting off of you know that's how we've always done it you know the, these scenarios all exist in our everyday lives and, and each of them takes courage and And to me I think that is our job is to share how well my job specifically is to share how courage isn't this peripheral thing It's it's central it's something that can be learned it's like going to the gym, remember those days, and it's a muscle that can be built. And, um, and again, like I said, I really do believe that courage is a competitive advantage, whether we're talking about your life or your business.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, what do they say? You got to have 10,000 repetitions of doing something or whatever to consider yourself a, uh, you know, a professional at it or or exemplary, you know, and I think that's the same way with, you know, the courage and stepping on the gas is you've got to go try to do that. If you've never, because if you've never even tried, you'll never know what could be. And I think a lot of people, um, they get, they are afraid, but, for me personal growth and business development have all came from pushing the boundary you know from from putting myself in an uncomfortable space right because that's like where i'm, I'm learning new things because if i'm always in my comfort zone then you know, where what am i learning where how are we going forward i'm just i'm just okay with the status quo i'm, I'm okay with just being and um and and that 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 portion is, I think, like you said, it's driven by fear, and getting to that courageous state and getting above that is definitely a competitive advantage uh, for personal life and for businesses. Ryan, how, how long have you been doing this? Um, twenty four years, twenty five years, it, almost.
1: Twenty four years, and how many? How long has the host?
0: Um, I've been well. So I've been <laughs> I've been on radio many many times. This particular show's been going on for five years. Previous to Voice America, I did on-air at AM and FM stations locally. So, um, yeah. But, like, think about, like, what it took for
1: this conversation to happen now. Mm. And, like, were we ready for each other five years ago, 10 years ago, 15 years ago?
0: 10 years ago, I can tell you absolutely not. I was not in a place where I was able to have conversations like this.
1: Yeah, and I I think that's part of it. I think that's okay. It's okay to accept, like... (laughs) wherever you are in your little journey, like the laws of attraction is real. And like, you know, for the record, for the, the audience that's listening, it wasn't like I have an agent and we proactively reached out to Ryan to come on the show. Like there was something that I was doing in my life that was like a little different than most. And I think Ryan or Ryan's team were like, oh, this is pretty cool. This is pretty interesting. Yep. Well, why is it interesting? Why is it interesting now? Because in some ways it's mirroring the things that we both value. Right and and like how do we need this thing, do this thing to stay curious and to continue to try things and push forward. And same as you man, like when I lived in New York City which was my, my last life, it was Maslow. I mean it was, New York City is like a treadmill on 10.0. It, it does not slow down for anyone and if you can jump on and not bust your chin you can stay around a while but it's just as hard to jump off and you're in it and you just become like the rat race of New York City. I was not ready for this conversation. I was just trying to survive. And it wasn't until I moved to San Diego, right? And, you know, even the first four or five years, it was six days a week so my business wouldn't die and I was too stubborn to fail. And I was afraid to go back. You know, I I remember the little voice in my head saying, I knew Berman would fail. Like, I knew Ryan Berman would fail. And that little voice is what drove me, to be honest. Right or wrong, like I used that voice for what it was.
0: Yeah, you're like, nah, nah I'm
1: failing. No,
0: no, no, no way. I hear, I no hear way. you. I'm gonna prove you wrong. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm gonna prove you wrong, me. Right? And <laughs> and so then you, you keep going down your path and you keep going down your 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 journey and you use what you need to use to keep pushing forward. And then you know I, when 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 I merged my first agency with the PR and social media firm and I launched a company called Idea, we took it to seventy people and it was it really was whether it was a ten thousand hours thing. It was the first time in my career, and this was three years in after that, so it was about a decade, a decade of the grind, where for the first second I was on the business versus in the business. And it let me go on this journey of of return on courage to interview all these leaders. And the big joke for me, Ryan, is that I thought I was writing the book as this devious attempt to to market my last company in fish taco land against New York and LA. And <laughs> What I learned was, oh, I wrote the book because first and foremost, I needed this book. Like I needed to get myself strong. And then from there, how can you write about a book about courage and then to not be courageous yourself? And the idea of courageous came from that three year journey that you know, companies that are not looking themselves in the mirror and addressing the need for reinvention and then getting total alignment from the inside out, like that, Uh, Because if we don't figure this out, your company is not going to be around. And I I don't don't mean that from a fear standpoint. It's just the facts. You got half the Fortune 500 since 2000 that are now gone. You're going to have 9,000 brands that rattle on and off the Fortune 500 in the next uh, uh, six decades. So, like, if we don't figure out a way to continue to reinvent, you know, we're going to get passed by somebody. I wake up every morning excited to help leaders address that. And and not lie to ourselves about that, and go right at it. And then again, go back to okay. So which knowledge should we be following, and how do we inspire our teams off that information?
0: Yeah, inspire the team off the information. That's that's an important point too, right? Because um, you can't ever get anybody to do something that they don't that they don't want to do or they don't believe in. And so, you know, that's that. You, you know, I hate to say it, but like, you got to buy into, you know, the the infrastructure, the you know, the arena that you're in. Because if you don't, you know, um, especially like if you're a salesperson, you're gonna get chewed up, man. <laughs> like, well, and and you're a, not sailor, a, a salesperson YouTube that doesn't promise. believe in their product, you know, like you can you can you can you can feel that when you have those a conversation with those folks.
1: I mean, I'm sure there's a time that you made that someone made you do something in your business or you made somebody do something in your business. And if that, that becomes the, the norm in your company, really smart people. They're like, screw this. They move on. They find something else to do. And, and you can see in certain companies right now, the attrition that's happening with really, really talented people. And, you know, coming out of all this, I do think it's important to find an authentic purpose, which we didn't get a chance to talk too much about today. But like, that thing that does light people up, and it's not just this BS, fluffy, check the box purpose thing, It 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 is a way that the next generation wants to work on things that make the world better. So not only do you now have to figure out a way to make products, right, that are solid, but you also have to figure out a way, like how does this impact the world? Like you need a win-win-win, yep. good for good for everybody, Good for the world and good for your staff.
0: Yeah, 100%. Um, And I think that's where the idea of, of what the premise of the show is, like it's called finding your frequency, right? That's that authentic purpose. You guys have to check out this new service that I'm playing around with called Issue. It is totally amazing. You live to create, but you don't live to worry over the last nitpicky details involved in putting final touches on contact. You got to do what you do best and let issue handle the rest. If you're a creative, you know the drill. You're finally done editing. It's perfect. Now you just need format and reformat for every single platform. With issue, make it once. And it's ready to post everywhere. Seriously, Issue is the all-in-one platform to create and distribute beautiful digital publications from brochures to magazines and sales collateral. It's perfect for creators, marketers, designers, educators, publishers, salespeople, or just anyone that wants to make eye-catching content that can be distributed on multiple platforms. Issue makes it really simple. Just upload the PDFs and files and Issue transforms them using your vision and customizable templates to create the content you want. With Issue, you just create it one time and distribute it everywhere. Everything is optimized to post on your website, social platforms like Instagram and Facebook. They can even help you make animated Instagram stories. And the best part about it? It is free. -E E free. That's right, it's free to get started with Issue so go to issue.info/frequency to sign up for your free account that's i s s u u.info/frequency to sign up and let them know that you heard about it from this show finding your frequency remember that's .info not .com .info so go to i s s u u.info/frequency and get your free account today you know i ask people all the time you know that started businesses or wrote books or you know, we've, I, I talked to somebody who had a six figure job, um, who had, you know, a million bucks in her retirement account already um, doing super well, who just said, no, nope, I'm not doing corporate America. I'm going to go be a podcaster, you know, and it took her two or three years to get things going. But it was like, wow, her story was amazing because she 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 knew her purpose wasn't what she was doing and now her brand is gigantic. She has got like four or 5 million downloads on her podcast. She's created all kinds of training components of, you know, how to inspire women to step outside of their comfort zone. You know, like our promo said, you have to uh, summon the intestinal fortitude to get out there and try something new, which is what she Mm -hmm. did, you know, and that's that's one of the things I really like to talk about on the show is, you know, how did people find their frequency and know that this is their, you know, authentic, uh, their authentic path that that you know hits all those wins right because that that's really important because it's got to work for you your employees it's got to work for the world um and you know i I couldn't work anywhere knowing that like oh i'm just here going through the motions every day and i'm not doing anything Mm -hmm. to impact the world that's I mean, man, at Voice America, we create three hundred hours of educational content on a weekly basis that we pump out and i i I'd go on and on about twenty other things that we do, but that's what gets me out of bed in the morning, right? It's like, all right, what what are we gonna what are we gonna put together today? Who's who who are we gonna help today? How are we gonna get this information out? You know, but and also at the same time, you know, promoting our, our, our hosts and their brands and what they do all simultaneously through thought leadership based content. I mean like let's do it
1: <laughs> yeah and again I think everybody is looking for that like how do you put yourself on a path to living the life you want to live designing the life you want to live and you know just to answer the, the question of like how did I find my frequency it was a very particular moment early in my book writing process and the way I talk about um, the book, it's less about writing a book and it was more like chasing a documentary. So when I didn't have an answer, I just I went in search of it. And I'd say probably two months into my you know, writing process, um, I'm invited to Virgin Galactic to sit with a founding astronaut there named Loretta Hidalgo. It's my very first in-person interview. And, like, let's be realistic. I didn't know what the heck I was writing. Like, my own fears were, don't ask the astronaut a stupid question. Like, that was near the top of my list, right? And um, before our trays even hit the table, she says to me, the astronaut says, So, what makes you qualified to write a book about courage? Touche, astronaut. You know, it's like right off the bat. I've been writing writing pithy one-liners for Twitter for a career. That's that's pretty courageous. And um, (laughs) she starts laughing and proceeds to tell me, no, 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 no. Your brain is putting the emphasis where I'm not. Like, I didn't tell you to write this book. Like, part of your journey is to figure out why you're writing this book. And she proceeded to tell me that her definition of success is when there's no daylight between the personal you and the professional you and that alone, you know, 20 years in the service business, maybe sacrificing myself 1% a year for 20 years. And I remember driving back in silence. I turned the radio off, I was just me and, me and my thoughts, knuckles in the 10 and 2 position driving back to San Diego. And I made the decision in that moment that part of this book would be about me
0: figuring out who the heck I am and how can I be that person. And um, that was like your aha moment that that was my, that, that was it. That
1: yeah, was my five, my frequency that and, silent
0: drive in the car,
1: you know, and I remember thinking, you know, if I really do look back at a lot of decisions I've made, they've been the, the, the road, less traveled. They are the courageous choices. And I think it's, it can get presumptuous to be like, Oh, I'm courageous. Right. But, <laughs> but when you really think about when it came time to, to take action, you know, I, I was doing it and I, and I, and I didn't want to stop. And so for the next two and a half years. It was really about writing a book that could help me as much as it could help a lot of leaders, Mm -hmm. a lot of people, figure out who the heck they are, how to surround yourself with the right people. Stop spending time with people you shouldn't be spending time with and start making stuff that, you know, lights you up because if it lights you up, it probably lights other people up and get going already.
0: Yeah, no, that's a hundred percent. I mean, I love having interactions where, you know, I, I say to a friend, like, did you, did you see this opted article by who so, who's so, you know, whatever the author is. And, and like they go, Oh yeah. You know? And then it's like, so you read the same article that I did and we're both like, uh, immediately like, okay, wh- why did they do this? What's going on with this? We, we're start We start trying to solve whatever problem they had and whatever article that we read. Right. But, um, but that, that's that fire, I think. And those are those types of relationships that people need to have. and, You know, I have a good friend of mine, too, like and it's been interesting because he's especially right now with all this you know stuff that's going on. He's on a a polar opposite side of the political spectrum than I am. um, Right. And, you know, he's lived a life that I could never understand because I'm not him. And I've lived a life that he can't understand because he's not me. Right. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, we're so polar opposites. It makes for such a great friendship because, you know, I can actually have a a intelligent conversation with him about things I don't understand that are going on that he can explain to me. Right. And I can do that in a place where, you know, we're, we're coming from a, a space of knowledge and and, and, you know, also, you know, it, he, he's got to be courageous to talk about some of those things and I got to be courageous to, you know, uh, be able to talk about some of those, those things as well. And, you know, those relationships are good because if you don't have those ones, the rest of them are, you know kind of toxic like why why waste your time you know with with a friend or with a person who's not where you guys aren't both equally getting something out of that relationship right it doesn't make and any sense
1: and it's not transactional you
0: know it, right it, it's the truth and like my tr- neighbor and i we have a transactional relationship right i see him he gives me a beer every now and again right and then i i see him and then i go oh here i owe you a beer you gave me a beer like You know, I know he's got five kids. He works really hard, but we don't have any other relationship other than that transactional relationship. You know, Mm -hmm. like we're not, we're not sitting down in my garage having conversations about life.
1: but 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 it, you know the fact that it's a relationship is okay yeah. like same thing one of my neighbors i have a transactional relationship with so i'd rather have that with the neighbor than no relationship yeah <laughs>
0: right? yeah right yeah, you gotta but know then, you gotta know your neighbors who's gonna maybe ask the water the lawn when you go out of town when this thing ha- goes away
1: <laughs> but with 340 million people in the country you don't have to be best friends with everybody it's it's about finding people that that share your logic you know share your values and then um you know that light you up right and, and it's okay if there's other topics that other people like it but maybe that's the whole point of this thing is to find people that are passionate about the same things that you are that mm-hmm. share your values but bring breadth of experience to the table you know talk, look about 20 minutes ago you're in a marketing meeting everybody there hopefully shares the same values you're bringing it from a different perspective that should make the marketing better
0: yeah no and it and, and it was a cool place I, I like your uh like what you're talking about with, you know, keeping your circle in a a specific manner. I always have this. uh, I always like to talk about I love boating. Right. So I have a boat. I go to the lake as much as I possibly can. And I, I always tell people, I'm like, it's not the water around the boat that sinks the boat. Right. It's the water that gets in the boat that sinks the boat right and if you take that analogy and put it to you know your relationships your friendships and you know even uh, even your professional relationships that you have with coworkers right um all of that stuff is important for holistic life to be proper don't, don't sink the boat
1: <laughs> don't sink the boat yeah that's a good again that's a good place for us to to end don't sink the boat people
0: <laughs> yeah so, hey, Ryan, tell people where they can find uh, more about your book, Return on Courage. Uh, I know you have a website and uh, you're on LinkedIn and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, drop uh, drop your socials, all your info.
1: Sure, yeah. So LinkedIn, you can find me. Ryan Berman's the name. Um, look, if you're interested in, in, in maybe figuring out a little bit more how to be more courageous and you're looking for a playbook to do so, you can go to returnoncourage.com. It's also on, on Amazon. And uh, if you didn't hate my voice, then I also did the Audible, so you can pick up the, nice. the Audible version there. Uh, Instagram at Ryan Berman and um, I know we didn't get a chance to talk about it, but also if you were passionate about socking problems in the world, we do have a sock company called Sock Problems, you heard that right, and we're, we're literally turning sock not just into a noun but a verb, and if you wanted to sock racism or sock hate or sock breast cancer, or sock gun violence, we probably have a sock for you and we're literally giving 25% of every purchase back to a different charity partner. So partnering with the Trevor Project, Movember, National Breast Cancer Foundation, make schools safe. Um, if you're passionate about socking any problem in the world, we probably have a sock for you at sockproblems.com.
0: I just love the analogy that you guys have with that. I have I have karate today, right, later after, after, after my uh, studio session. And uh, so I'm going to be thinking about socking problems, I think, while I'm at karate <laughs> today. <laughs> uh, hey
1: that's not a terrible thing there's no, worse things to be doing
0: no no that, that's actually what's been keeping me sane right is being able to that, that's like my outlet I, you know I can go and do karate for a few hours a week and you know get out of the house the dojo is finally open again so that's been fantastic to be able to actually go there even though there's uh, little X's on the floor where you have to stand and we can't spar but hey at least I can see other human beings right that's the good part
1: and you got, your, you got your place to vent, too, which I think is important. Yeah, punching bag works really good.
0: <laughs> Ryan Berman, thanks. I want to tell everybody, too, uh, about your other website, which is the uh, couragebrands.com, which is a really, really well thought out coolly designed website I am the quintessential 80s kid and uh, this was just great you know as soon as I went to the site it says are you ready <laughs> I love it so guys go check out that uh, and of course if you're tuned in on any of the uh, podcast sites make sure to drop a review and you can always send us uh, emails at info at voiceamerica dot com we're always looking for uh, new guests and ideas and getting your guys's feedback and uh, of course if you leave a review give us a five star rating because i think the two ryan's we deserve five stars right ryan i
1: sure hope so yeah i think we got the five stars today
0: yeah i think so well and we're five star individuals right we're trying to do the right thing all the time so that's always important as well
1: ryan appreciate you having me on man thanks, thanks, thanks man. so much
0: hey guys tune in next week for another fantastic so finding a frequency i'm your host ryan treasure thanks again for tuning in